killers, some straight up killers. Sit your ass down and eat dudes for dinner. There's food on my plate cause I'm the breadwinner. Is my ass getting fat cause it ain't getting thinner? Hello and welcome to episode 9 of In My Opinion with Io. I am your host, Io Zaymar. This week we are talking about relationships and communication again, but this time how it pertains to your significant other, um, a boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, person you're attracted to. I get a lot of questions. Um, how do I approach a girl? How do I talk to a guy? How do I do this? Back from the top, what is up? Hello and welcome you guys. We do run this show live for those of you listening at home every Sunday here on Twitch TV. Um, okay, so last week we talked about relationships and communication, like parent-child kind of relationships, more like how, how to communicate harder feelings to somebody. And as we talk about communication and relationships as a you know, as significant others, partners, that kind of like lover type of relationships, we're going to see that a lot of those communication styles do play into these as well. Why? Because they're interactions with another human. It's a different type of relationship, but this one seems to be a little bit more significant because love is something that we all want we all crave we're all looking for love we all want somebody to love us we will all want to love somebody right or i know there's a few people out there who don't care that's fine okay that that's fine um but still if you you're not trying to find a significant other or partner or anything like that a lover um these communication styles still kind of apply to you because they work with any type of relationship. Any interaction that you're going to have with another human being, these skills are kind of important. Hello, hello and welcome you guys. Um, so, let's see, I have uh, some notes here. They're kind of all just like scrambled up. Um, so let's talk about like the basics, like the the type of relationships that we attract towards us, whether you're aware of it or not. Um, I talked about this a little bit, I believe, in one of the AMAs. As a baby, you got your little baby brains, right? It's just like a computer, you guys. You're born, your brain is fresh, it's new, it's looking around you, it's programming the, this information into your brain, this computer that you have up here, and it's looking around and it's like, okay, I see this person. That is how a parental figure is supposed to act. Whatever your parent is doing around you when you're an infant, that gets programmed into your brain. Whether you realize this or not, it's usually some kind of, it's usually in the subconscious, most of this stuff, but as you become more in tune with yourself and more aware of yourself, you become more aware of, of these 
feelings and these subconscious thoughts that linger. So I found myself, I'm just going to like cut to it. I found myself in a lot of really emotional, verbal, even physical abusive relationships. And I always wondered why, why, what, what is going on? Why can't I escape this? And as I went to a relationship therapist, um, I found out that this type of environment is my comfort zone. Why? Because as a child, that's the kind of environment I grew up in. My parents were always fighting, always like, always fighting. That's how they communicated with each other. And so my little baby brain was like, okay, that's how relationships work. That's how they work. When you're when you're with somebody that you love in a relationship like that, that's how they work. That's what my brain was telling me. So that's why a lot of people find themselves in these relationships, going through these cycles of relationships. I keep dating the same guys. I keep dating the same girls. Well, you're going to keep dating them until you realize these things, these patterns, these subconscious feelings, these thoughts. Hello, Chris Dalian, how are you? Um, when you realize these things, you're going to go ahead and start analyzing yourself, start analyzing other people's behaviors. You will start recognizing these red flags if you really don't want to be in a relationship like that. Not everybody grew up in an environment like that, so that does not apply to you. This doesn't apply to you. But if you find yourself stuck in relationship after relationship and it just seems like all these people, no matter what you do, you can't escape this type of relationship, take a look at the relationship you were born into. Recognize these red flags, recognize these signs, and go ahead and move out of your comfort zone. It takes a long time. It's a very hard process. You will slip up. It's okay. It's okay. It's not a mistake. It's a learning experience. You're learning here. All right? And if you can't seem to get out of these type of relationships or anything like that, then you, and you really love this person, you really, there's somebody, you know, out there and you just, feel like there's something there and you want to work it out, go ahead and just learn to understand them a little bit better. But please, if you're stuck in an abusive relationship, find a way out. If they're not working on themselves, if you know they're not actively working on themselves, it's not going to change. It's not going to get better. You can't sit there and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait for this person to come around if they're not actively working on themselves. We never know what the future holds, so give them some time. Give them some space. Go ahead. Take time for yourself to figure your stuff out. Let them figure their stuff out. But ultimately, just understand that what is best for you is going to always show up. And what is not meant to be in your life will always find its way out and if you're working on yourself these people who aren't working on themselves they're going to just bring you down and you're going to just feel stuck trapped it's okay it's okay to love somebody from afar it's okay to keep your distance 
This helps you maintain your own sanity and your own happiness. Why? I'll say it again, because the relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you're going to have. It's the only one that you have throughout your whole entire life. Everything else is temporary. All these other relationships are temporary. They're not with you 24-7, 365. They're not in your thoughts. They're not up, you know. This relationship with yourself is the most important, so you you work on that one first and foremost. You love yourself first and foremost. A lot of people ask me like, how, how do I attract this person? How do I, you know, bring them into my life? I, I never had a boyfriend. I've never had a girlfriend. I'm, I'm shy. I'm worried. I'm nervous. That's okay. That's okay. We've all been there. We've all been nervous. We've all been shy. It's scary. But the thing is, you can't be afraid of rejection. You can't be afraid to hear no. You can't be upset when this one person doesn't like you because there are 7 billion people in this world. So if this one person doesn't like you, it's okay. It's okay. Hearing no is okay. It's a part of life. It doesn't mean that we aren't lovable. It doesn't mean that we're ugly. It doesn't mean that we're, you know, gross. It just means that this person doesn't like you. That's it. Um, because we're going to hear no in uh, different areas of our lives. So we have to be confident enough in ourselves to understand that no is not the final word. It's not the final say. It's not everybody's opinion all right love yourself first nurture that relationship get that one strong why because the more confidence you have in yourself the more confident you are with who you are and everything that makes you you the more you accept and love yourself not just for the good qualities but for the qualities that you really don't like as well because that makes you you. If you don't like those things, change them. If you can't change them or it's hard, accept them. But the more you love yourself, accept yourself for you as a whole being, the more you're going to attract people who also love themselves as a whole. And be honest. Be honest in your communication. Why? The, honest, the more honest you are, it shows your confidence. It shows your confidence. The more confident you are, the more people are attracted to you. It's that confidence that makes someone beautiful. Like, honestly, it doesn't matter what they look like physically because the physical part of us is the most temporary part of us. The most beautiful person in the world can... They could get burned up in fire. Their whole face could get burned off. And then what? If they weren't comfortable with themselves, if they weren't confident with themselves, if they didn't have a good personality... Not that many people are going to stick around. The people who truly love and care for that person and want, you know, yes, they'll be there. But you know what? They're going to find that this physical part of them w wasn't them. It's not them. This body is not you. All right? You are inside of this body. This is, body is a vehicle 
and you use it to maneuver around this life. You have to take care of your body just like you have to take care of your car. Taking care of your body includes taking care of your mental health, which includes taking care of that relationship with yourself, which builds the confidence, which makes you beautiful. All right? If you are feeling desperate, if you are just like, if you doubt yourself, you doubt yourself, you have these doubts in your mind, you don't love yourself completely, you're not working on yourself, but still you're desperate for love, you are just gonna keep attracting people who are also desperate, all right? And these relationships that you attract towards yourself are also gonna be people who don't love themselves, people who don't accept themselves fully. You might get somebody in there who like, who's a really good person who loves themselves completely and they want to help you, but most of the time you are just going to attract these people who are going to ultimately not make you happy. You'll never be happy in a relationship until you are happy by yourself, accepting yourself, loving yourself, confident in yourself. You will never be happy. And that applies to everything else in life. People are always thinking, oh, I'll just be happy once I get that job. I'll just be happy once I have a bunch of money. I'll just be happy when I get that new dress. I'll be happy when I get this, get that. You will never be happy until you're happy with what you have now. Till you love what you have now, you accept what you have now, you're happy here, in the here and now. Because I tell you what, if you're not happy here and now and what you have and what this is in your life, you will not be happy when you get that money. It will help you bring temporary happiness. It'll help you pay your bills. It'll help you get all these things. But ultimately, here, deep down inside, you're not going to feel happy. You're going to feel incomplete. Why? Because you still have yet to fill that hole, that void in yourself with your own love, your own confidence, your own happiness. Life is crazy. Life is crazy. It's full of ups and downs. But ultimately, that's just life. That's life, okay? It, it's here to teach us. It's here to teach us. And relationships work the same way. Relationships with a lover works the same way because people, they're always expecting like, a relationship to be 100% perfect and um, happy and no problems and always positive and I love you and you're so beautiful and, and this and that. Um, just give me a second right here. Hi from Italy, nice to meet you. Hello, welcome you guys. If you are in the chat, I am going to answer all of your questions a little bit later in the show. This is a lot different than the AMA. This is the podcast. so. I'm just going to talk a little bit and then I'll read, I'll go back in the chat and I'll read what you guys have to say. But I see you. I'm not ignoring you. You guys don't worry about that. Um, but like I was saying, this, hold on, what was I saying? <laughs> um, you're not going to be happy. And that's the same with relationships. If you're sitting here and you go into a relationship and you have this expectation that everything's going to be positive and this 
and happiness and love and all of this other stuff, um, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure here because life, ups and downs, it's here to teach us, you know, it's okay, that's, it's the way of life and that's the way of relationships too. Why? Because you're two different people. That's two different lives here. Not only is one life over here has its ups and downs, you got another life over here that has its ups and downs, okay? And so if you go into a relationship thinking it's going to be perfect and it's always going to be up, you are setting yourself up for failure. Why? Expectation is pre-planned misery, you guys. It is. Have no expectations and always remember that this person is another person. They have their life. They're not always going to be happy. They're not always going to seem loving or caring or this and that. They're, they have their ups and downs. And just like you, you want somebody to care for you when you're down. This person does too, all right? So expect that. If you want to expect anything, expect the unexpected, okay? Go into it and just expect everything. Don't just expect the ups, expect the downs too, all right? Expect that. Understand that, accept that. And when you're going into a relationship, like honestly, if you're like a couple years into a relationship and you, you still don't get that communication and you're still afraid to be yourself and what are you doing in that relationship then? What, what are you doing? If you want somebody to love you for you, you need to be you. You need to be 100% honest. You, it's hard. It's hard to tell somebody, especially if it's like something you find ex extremely embarrassing. Um, here, here's, an, here's an example. A lot of people like feet. It's, it's a thing. It's a known thing, you guys. There's a whole psychology about it because the feet and the genitals are right next to each other. They share the same sensory part in the brain. And so the brain associates... It's a natural thing. If that doesn't apply to you, that's fine. But in society, people have shunned it. They're like, oh my gosh, it's weird. It's weird that you like feet, feet are gross. It's, and then you get embarrassed. And then you get into a relationship with somebody and you're embarrassed and you have this piece of you that's like deep inside of you, this part of you that you're holding back and it needs to be seen, it needs to be heard, like you you want to be accepted for 100% you, you have to be honest. The people who don't accept you, that's their own issue. Those are their own feelings. It has nothing to do with you, all right? But the people who are meant to be in your life, they're going to be there. They're going to accept you. They're going to be okay with it. Why? Because everyone has their own like kink, their own fetish, this own embarrassing thing about them. A lot of girls, I'm surprised to find out, not a lot of them, but there are girls out there who, who are afraid to be seen without makeup. And they go years and years and years. Some girls will even wake up before they're their significant other wakes up and they will put their makeup on and make it seem like they're just never-endingly, flawlessly, makeuply beautiful. I have no idea. That is one of the most mentally abusive things you could do to yourself because you're not allowing yourself 
to feel confident in your own skin and it's almost like you're hiding yourself from this person, you will never feel 100% comfortable. That's like anxiety. You're giving yourself anxiety here because you're worried about what someone's going to think about your actual skin behind all this makeup. If somebody doesn't love you behind all your makeup, guess what? They weren't meant for you. Get them out of your life because that's so negative. Love somebody and have somebody in your life who's going to love you for your skin and that's not going to happen until you love yourself without your makeup. I had a hard time. Why? Because I ate, I had no idea I had all these bad allergies. I was eating all the wrong foods. I had terrible acne all over my face. I have scars. I'm still, you know, working on that. But when I was younger, I would just cake on the makeup and I, I, it made me miserable. Why? Because the more makeup I put on, the more, the heavier it felt on my face. It was like weighing me down physically, mentally, emotionally. The more makeup I put, it was like, it wasn't helping my skin. It wasn't making my skin better. It was causing more pimples and more pimples, the more makeup, the more I was freaking out, the more anxiety, the more pimples because the more you worry, the more you stress out, the more pimples you're going to get. Um, and so you're, you're covering and you're caking and you're not allowing your skin to breathe and you're ultimately hating yourself for your own body. You can't hate your body. Love it. Accept it. Don't, don't mask these things. Don't look for the quick fix, all right? Look for the real solution here. What was my real solution? I had to take off the makeup. Why? Because my skin could not breathe. So take off the makeup, my skin can breathe. Now what is causing my acne? Stress. Stress because I'm freaking out because I'm worried about how other people are going to view me. So what do I need to do? Not worry about other people's opinions. I need to work on that. All right, what else do I need to do? Work on my diet. Why? Because obviously I have some kind of allergies here. If you're breaking out in your cheek area, it has something to do with your food intake, allergies, even your liver. There's something going on here. Your, your body is pushing out toxins that aren't supposed to be there in the form of these these cheek pimples all right if you're breaking out in your t-zone area for those of you who can't see me and you don't know what that is that is your forehead nose into your chin shape of a t here um that's due to stress most likely hormones Hormones and stress, this, this area here. This area here, your cheeks, that's more, has to do with internal organs and things like that. So someone told me the top three causes are milk, dairy, um, cocoa, not cacao, okay? Cocoa actually has more, um, is processed in a different way where it causes more of an allergic reaction. Cacao is actually really good for your skin, 
All right, cacao has a lot of antioxidants. It's great. It helps with the acne. It helps clear your acne up. Um, gluten. Gluten is a big part of it too. So I cut out dairy. I switched to cacao. I cut out gluten. And um, not only did my acne clear up, but I found out that when I cut gluten completely out of my diet, my dandruff cleared up my body odor went away the second i reintroduced gluten back into uh, my diet because um yeah i live i don't live with my parents anymore and so i'm just out here i have to eat gotta eat i just gotta eat what i gotta eat all right um my body odor came back my dandruff came back my i get little cheek pimples here and there I definitely know if I'm gonna go and reach for that un like the cocoa candy bar and not the expensive cacao candy bar, I'm going to break out. I know that. <laughs> All right. I don't really eat dairy anymore. Um, very very little, so that's not an issue. But yeah, these are the long term things that are ultimately going to solve your solution. Caking makeup on your face temporary fix and it's not going to make you happy learning to love yourself and work on these when you work on these things it's hard it's hard i know it is because we are people of habit humans we love we love to be comfortable we don't like change but the world the only constant in this world is change so we got to either learn how to go with the flow or freaking drown okay so love yourself Work on these things. When you work on these things, it's hard. But when you see the results and you see that, it feels like it, no matter how minute they might be, you feel it. You, then you start to feel confident and then you know it's working. And if it's not working for you, if someone else's like way isn't working for you, find your own way because I've said this so many times, we are our own person. What works for you is not going to work for me. What works for me is probably not going to work for you. Find find what works for you, okay? If my advice here just like gives you a little guideline, that's great. If what I have to say works for you, that's great. If it doesn't and so you find something else, like you're just picking pieces of it, pieces of the advice and parts of it work for you, that's great. If none of it works for you, find your own way. But just understand that you have to do the work. You have to do your research. You have to go out and look for these things. You can't expect them to fall in your lap. It's not easy. Sometimes it is. Sometimes the answer will literally fall in your lap, but it's up to you to recognize that because a lot of people don't. And then they just keep going around looking for this answer and it's right there right in front of you the more you talk about these things that are going on in your head not just with yourself but with your significant other so that they can understand you because you want someone to love and accept you for you right you talking about these things not only are you going to hear them out loud now it's not stuck in your head it's not this huge thing you hear them out loud you can usually figure out a solution to your own problems if not you're talking with this person you love and then 
you got two brains here now working for solutions. And not only are you guys working for solutions, but now this un person over here understands you just a little bit more. And now you feel a little bit more comfortable with this person because they have accepted you for that little piece of you that was so hard to like get out. Get it out. Be open. Be honest. It's hard. It takes time. But if you want this relationship to work, you got to understand that you need to talk about these things. Good, the bad. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be perfect. I don't know what perfect is, but if you're expecting only good things, it's not going to be that. If you are attracting people that, you, you know, these relationships end up being crazy or... You got to be open and honest with yourself first. That is where it starts. All of this stuff, all of this advice starts with you first. It works with you first. You do it on you first. All right? When you are... Uh, excuse me, when you're successful with this and getting this to work with yourself, this communication, being open and honest, because a lot of us cannot be open and honest with ourselves. A lot of people out there, there's a part of you that you hate. Um, there's a part of people that um, they keep hidden. They're afraid to bring it out. There's a lot of people who who are, are gay who act straight. They, they try to be straight, but they secretly hate themselves. And it gets to the point where they start, they start hating other gay people and they start gay bashing. And it's only because this person that you hate so much is so comfortable with themselves and so comfortable being this part of you that you hate that you hate them too and you hate their confidence you hate their happiness you you hate them because you cannot love this part of yourself accept it and be like this so i know it might sound weird but it's it's this psychology behind it that's how the human brain works um so we, we take these parts of ourselves that we hate and we understand them. We communicate with them. We communicate with ourselves. That's the relationship, the one that we have our, with ourselves. That's number one. Number one is you. My dad always told me that. Always look out for number one first. That is you. You look out for yourself first. You communicate with yourself first. You learn to love yourself first and then everything else is going to fall in place. You will attract the person that you've been trying to attract. You will attract the love that you have always wanted. You will attract the people who love themselves the way that you want somebody to love you. And it starts with you. Loving you. Doing this with you. That's how it works, you guys. Otherwise, you're just going to find yourself stuck in these, this, um, this cycle. A lot of people in this cycle, it, it didn't start with you. Most likely, this cycle didn't start with you. This cycle is generational. Why? Because uh, little baby brains, you know, these little baby brains programming these 
these thoughts, these actions, these behaviors, we see them in other people. And it's becoming more accepted in society, seeking therapy, seeking help, seeking advice. Um, it's becoming more and more accepted. But before, it was not. It was not accepted before. And... Um, not a lot of people got help for these things. Not a lot of people learned how to understand these behaviors, these thoughts, these actions, these patterns. So a lot of these things are generational, all right? It doesn't it didn't start with us, but it can end with us. Um, let me go into the chat here for a second. Hello, you guys. Hello. Um, I hate it. I'm fat. Oh, we're talking about you. Um, what is the goal of life? The goal of life is to learn how to be happy, how to be happy, how to be comfortable in yourself and do the things that you want to do. Ultimately, there's so many different goals in life, but in the long run, it's kind of all the same thing. Everyone has all these different goals. Everyone has essentially what it is they feel in their heart that they want to do. And I think that, you know, um, life is ultimately about loving yourself and figuring out how to accomplish those things, which brings your soul happiness which i feel like is is kind of hard work why because we're tackling all those different obstacles in life um so i'm fat i hate it don't hate that you're fat okay if you hate that you're fat do something about it if you can't get up and actually do something about it accept it accept yourself but if if you hate it, there are things that you can do. But love yourself first. And be comfortable with who you are now because that confidence and that love for yourself will transfer over um, as your body transforms, okay? Because I didn't look like this. I, I wasn't born looking like this. I was born, and guess what? I went through a really crazy phase where everyone made fun of me they made fun of me for how i looked why because i'm five six guess what i was pretty much this tall in elementary school so i am the tallest person in my class in like fifth grade i have the gangliest arms the longest legs my body is so unproportionate because parts of it are still growing i have a mustache a unibrow why because I'm Italian, part of me is, is Italian and Irish, and my dad is hairy. He's hairy as fuck. And I, I inherited that from him. My brother, my mom, they're both like hairless. They have that Asian, she's Filipino, so she has like no hairs. I saw hair on my mom's leg once, and it's like the thinnest hair, but it was like one hair on her leg. She's, she's never shaved her legs before, my mom. And she, you can't tell, and she has this one like really long leg hair. There's only one, okay? And my brother inherited that from her, and I was, 
I was this long, gangly girl with a freaking mustache and a unibrow, and everyone made fun of me, and I was ugly. I looked... The people that I had a crush on, my friends would be like, oh my god, she has a crush on you, and they would look at me, and to my face, they would be like, there is no fucking way. You are ugly. You look like my dog. One guy told me, you're ugly. No, you're fugly. No, you're fucking ugly. And turned around, and guess what? I grew out of this whole, like, I I loved myself, though. I still pushed through it because I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they say. I can wax my mustache. I can wax my unibrow. I can, I can gain weight. You know, if I work out and I really, really try, it's hard for me to gain weight. I was always really skinny. I was always made fun of for my size. People think that it's only fat people who get body shamed, but everyone gets body shamed. I was always told I was disgusting because my legs don't touch. Girl, you must be doing all that cocaine and heroin. What is wrong with you? Are you bulimic? No, I'm not. I'm not bulimic, I'm not doing heroin, I'm not freaking smoking crack. This is my body. And hearing all those negative things, it made me hate myself so much. I hated my body. I was like, why can't I be normal? Why can't I be, be thick? Why can't I gain weight? Why do I have no boobs? Why do I have, you know? I hated myself, but I learned to accept myself. Like I said, Taking off my fucking makeup was the first step. Learning to love my skin. Learning to accept that this is my body, my metabolism. Learning to wax my mustache. Um, and just gaining that confidence in myself. Because people are always going to find a way. People who are insecure are always going to find a way to make fun of somebody else. Alright? Love yourself first. Fuck them. Okay? They're insecure. Hurt people hurt people, okay? Insecure people will make fun of people. When you love yourself, you're confident in yourself, you're not going to look at somebody else and judge them for their appearance. You're most likely going to judge them for being a fucking asshole. You're going to judge them for their insides. Not their appearance, all right? Learn to love yourself. It's okay. It's okay to be bigger. There's bigger people. There's, there's so many different sizes and shapes to people, okay? There's not one set size or shape. So learn to love yourself for that. Um, there's so many messages here. I want to make sure. I find it hard to try to convince myself that I am living a lifestyle that I can't imagine. I know manifestation is the key, but how do you actually manifest? Through meditation? Okay, Cyberpunk 2088. That is a really, really good question because a lot of people are talking about manifestation right now because a lot of people are learning about themselves and how the universe works and they're all figuring this self out. Um, manifesting, a lot of it has to do with, one, you see this life that you envision, right? You see this life that you want to envision. You cannot have any doubts any doubts um that's why a lot of people give the advice of if you you see something you want something you're going after something don't tell other people because you tell somebody else if they're not secure with themselves 
they're going to doubt you and they're going to put doubt in your mind and they're and if that happens because it will you have to be so confident and so sure and block out all doubt all right the next step is to be 100% completely happy with where you are at now being thankful for the things you have being thankful for the good and the bad and seeing the bad as a positive because the good and the bad has brought you here to where you are now all right those things make up your life you have to take them both and accept them both that is what has made you if you love yourself now then you have to love those bad things because those bad things taught you and transformed you into the person you are now so you have to be grateful for everything that you have in life and that thankfulness gets sent out into the universe and it's pushed out there and it proves to the universe that yes you are more deserving of this ultimate goal the more you doubt yourself the more you're unsure of yourself the more you hate the things around you the more you're just going to manifest something that ultimately isn't 100% this reality that you want you're always going to feel like you have fallen short um and you have to understand that when you're manifesting these things and you want these things that you can't just focus on like oh my god i want this um all white convertible and da 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 um it can't be super specific i want to be married to freaking this one specific guy um you got to look for these these more like the qualities and everything you want um especially when it comes to a person because that one specific guy might not have all these qualities but what is meant for you will always find you so if it is that one specific guy and things aren't working out right now then maybe give it space give it space and let him work on himself and meet you here and meet you there all right a lot of my friends were in relationships i can't tell you there's at least three of them that i know three that i know that have gotten married they were in relationships things didn't work out and ultimately they were just like i don't understand this person seemed like they were my soulmate that they were the one for me you know what what went wrong um what went wrong is you guys are two different people you're in two different spaces um you you haven't worked on yourself enough they haven't worked on themselves enough to ultimately meet you here where you're where you think you are you guys are still over here you work on yourself grateful thankful you'll eventually meet back up here i like i said i have three friends relationships 10 years it's crazy most of them yeah it was like an average of 10 years went by and then after 10 years they found this person again they met up with them again and there they are they they're married we don't know what the future holds but you work on yourself you're thankful for the things that you have you will manifest the life that you want but you can't doubt it um you have to have a lot of patience they say that i'm i'm so impatient um i read this quote the other day which 
which has made me a little bit more patient. Um, patience is knowing that something is going to happen and waiting for it. Like, you know what's going to happen. Don't have any doubts. Just sit here and wait for it. Take care of yourself. The things will manifest. Don't worry. The more you worry, the slower it's going to show up or it won't show up. Um, so I hope that helps answer your question. Hello, I'm new here. Hello, Nikki Rose. Hello. Sorry, I answer all the questions towards the end of the show. So how do you accomplish your goals to make yourself happy? Where do you start? It starts with you. You have to learn how to love, learn how to love everything that you already have. Learn how to be happy with where you're at. Um, it's hard. It's hard. For some people, it could be easy, but for most people, it is hard to learn how to be comfortable and love yourself and be happy with where you're at now, especially if you're not. Um, it takes a lot of relearning how to look at things. Something bad happens, don't see it as the worst thing. See it as a learning experience. Try to find a positive out of it. Um, in the moment, Yes, in the moment, it will make you uncomfortable. It will make you miserable, sad, angry, whatever. Get those emotions out. Get them out. This way you can learn how to look at it without those emotions. Look at it from a neutral standpoint and discover the positive aspects of it and what it can teach you and what you can take away from it. This will help you find happiness and find purpose and just find and help you just move along in life. Um, but it starts with you and just learning how to love and accept and be happy with where you're at now. Um, that's the game. Hey, anyone want to go to the bathroom? <laughs> okay. Um, a dig a mustache on a girl. Sure, that's the right part of you. You swear the multiple campaigns. There was number one. Um, I know you had a glow up. Yes, I think I did. King Crimson. Minute Med. How do you manage laziness? I want to do so much, um, but I always find an excuse to do it another way or don't do it at all. I'm a, built like a stick, for example, and I want to work out, but I have an excuse. Okay. Laziness. I am super lazy. I don't like to do things. All right. So this is the most perfect question. Um, because you, you'll always find an excuse. You'll always find an, an excuse. But the thing is, is you just got to do it. Just do it. When you think about it, don't think of an excuse. Just do it. All right. If you want to work out, if you're thinking, oh, I want to work out, just do it. Even if it's just one workout even if you just like do like five squats you're like oh my god I really want to work out right now just do it just start off with that you know a jumping jack two three doing that will give you enough motivation to want to continue but you just got to do it um a lot of times people who are lazy they they 
they they like wait they're like waiting for motivation but you can't wait for motivation you just gotta do it just do it otherwise you're just going to be waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and you're never going to get it done so just do it it's hard it's hard especially when you're lazy and it feels so much better to just do something else um so if you're built like a stick like me and you got to work out to gain weight i hate working out but honestly when i think about it like yesterday i was like i i should probably work out it's been you know it's been a minute and then i thought mm, I, I really i could go and do this i should really go and clean first no i stopped myself from cleaning and i just went down and did a couple of um lunges all right i got some lunges in i'm like i feel like i could just do a little bit more do a little bit more some squats all right i could do a little bit more i pulled out a jump rope and i started jumping rope until i was out of breath and then i was like all right you know what that's enough you don't have to push yourself to the extreme if you don't want to but just getting up and starting that little bit that is definitely going to motivate you to do more and help you escape that laziness so the next time you think of an excuse just just do it just do it <laughs> all right um you need to discipline yourself and just do it yes exactly king crimson do you have any tips for people with a lot of hair that is thick and grows fast? Actually, yes, I do. Um, you got hair that's thick and grows fast. I got hair that's thick and grows fast. Uh, you can wax it. Waxing. Overshaving, all right? And actually, in the AMAs, I thought about it. I've been growing my armpit, ha armpit, house, armpit hairs out for you guys. So I can show you the difference that waxing does and shaving does to somebody who has thick hair that grows fast. When you wax it, you have to use the wax that is hard wax. You cannot use the strip wax. Hard wax because it's gentler on the skin and it is it wraps around the hair more and pulls out all of the hair. The thick hair, it's meant for like thick, thicker hair. So that that is a miracle and then when you go ahead you start waxing my mom says to just put lotion lotion thins the hair out i don't i have no idea my mom has no hair like i said so um but i do find that waxing does help me grow my hair it grows it in thinner it grows in thinner and it um it grows in slower too so I'm gonna do that experiment in the AMAs for you guys. So look out for that if you're interested in seeing that, Nikki. Um, I guess making a schedule could help. Yes, a schedule definitely helps also. If you can't stick to a schedule, um, at least writing it down. Writing, di writing it down is the first step, all right? Next step is trying to stick to it it's hard it's hard you'll slip up it's okay it's okay accept it and move on all right don't don't get stuck on on this on this mistake 
quote unquote. It's not a mistake, all right? It's a learning experience. Um, guys, I wasn't reading the chat. Thank you so much. The mere kind body had to customize the body to his residence. That's where it grows up through the time. That makes us unique and different, and we are all human. But for me, you are all the same. I want to delete a quarter of the mankind. This time I want to clean it up with fire. Drowning was past. I have... Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I... <laughs> people are people. Let's, let's accept them. Accept them and accept yourself for who you are. Okay. Um... You look like a teacher I wish I had. Thank you. Stop talking about how you get suppressed by society. You believe being a victim isn't a solution. Um, I never said anything about being suppressed by society. A lot of people, yeah, they do feel like they are a victim. And the thing is, the more you think that you are a victim, the more you are going to feel and act like a victim because mentally that word, it's words, you guys. Words do play, they have a big role to play in our mental health and how we feel and interact not only with each other but with ourselves. So you keep telling yourself, oh, I was a victim of this. I was a victim of this. You are not a victim. Why? Because you are still alive. To me, victims are dead, all right? They are a victim. You are a survivor. Call yourself a survivor. You have survived your own mental abuse. You have survived what society has thrown at you. You have survived society's box. You have escaped it and now you are loving yourself. You are a survivor. Telling yourself that you have survived and that that helps that word has strength. Victim sounds weak. Survivor sounds strong, right? Am I wrong? When you hear victim, it has this, it sounds like this weakness. You hear a survivor, it sounds like they have strength. So don't call yourself a victim. Don't think of yourself as a victim. You are not a victim of anything, okay? Be a survivor. Give yourself strength. Give your, feed yourself positive words. I always say that I don't talk, I don't like to talk um, when I'm angry. I don't like to talk when I'm upset or mad or sad. I just like to stay calm and get to that calmness because the words that I have to say and the message that I have to say, even though it, it might be the same thing, when I'm upset, angry, I'm going to choose words that are a little bit different, that are offensive um, that put out my message in a very negative way. When I'm calm, that same message is going to be put out, but I'm going to choose the words that put it out in a, a strong way, that gets it out but isn't offensive, that gets my point out but doesn't hurt somebody else. Does that make sense? Do the same thing with yourself. Choose the words that are going to impact you in a more positive way. Don't choose the words that are going to hurt you. A lot of people, I see them. I, I see their profiles and in, the, in their bio, they're just like, oh, just a mediocre, 
a mediocre this, oh, just my boring life, oh, just my, my stupid thoughts. Is that really how you feel about yourself? The more you do feel these things, the more you think these things and say these things, the more true they become. And that is going to teach somebody else how to treat you. If you think that you're mediocre, other people are going to think you're mediocre. And then that is just going to instill in your mind that you are mediocre. Why? Because you put it out there. Now other people are thinking it. And since other people are thinking it, it must be true, right? Wrong. Start thinking. Start putting the positive words out there, all right? My great photography. My awesome life. My freaking, you know, fuck you haters. Like... Be confident in yourself, you guys. Oh, uh, uh, um. Okay. I have to go ahead. Um, I'm, I'm paying attention to this time. I record the audio for this on an app and it stops it at exactly one hour. So I want to make sure that it doesn't stop in the middle of me saying something here. Um, speaking of victim, how can you love yourself if your whole life people have put you down and hurt you to the point to all you know and expect from others? Example, being raped, having people say they love you but not um, when you really needed them, completely fucking you over, things like that. Okay. Okay. Nikki, I feel like you and I have pretty much lived the same life here, all right? Let me go ahead. I'm going to... Let me figure this out. Let me figure out how I'm going to do this audio really quick. All right, so Nikki, I feel like you and I have definitely lived very similar lives here. Um, my very first sexual experience was rape. I lost my virginity at the age of 14. I didn't want to, but it happened. Um, that kind of set me up. It, it wasn't rape in the sense that it was a stranger or something. To me, I didn't even know that I was raped because at the age of 14, I had no idea what rape was. Um, I thought that rape was when somebody you had no idea left you for dead pretty much after having sex with you in the back of an alley. That's what I thought rape was. So I had no idea that at the age of 14 when my boyfriend wanted to have sex and I told him no and told him no, that that was rape. Um, yeah. So he, he pretty much, he's my boyfriend, right? He's supposed to love me. I'm supposed to love him. He was one of my very first boyfriends ever. And when he wanted to have sex, at first I was like, you know what? Okay. As we got naked, I was like, you know what? I looked at him and I said, I really don't want to do this. And he didn't look at me and say, that's okay. He said, no, we're going to do this. And I kept telling him, I was like, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do this. And he just looked at me and he was like, well, do you love me? And I was like, yeah, I love you. But I, I told him still, I was like, I don't want to do this. And so to me, that set me up mentally for this long journey of thinking that 
sex equals love, all right? And it doesn't. And I didn't love myself for a long time and I couldn't figure out why. And my whole life I was always told that I was ugly, I was no good. My parents never told me that they were proud of me until I was 30. Um, I always heard complaint after complaint. I was always the scapegoat in the house. Whenever there was a problem, I was always the one to blame. I watched somebody break something and then blame it on me and nobody believed me because I was the scapegoat. I was always the problem. I was always the issue. I was always the bad guy. And I hated myself. I hated myself a lot. I tried to commit suicide. I I, I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, I was too skinny. I was too ugly. I was too this. I was too that. But deep down inside, I knew there was a part of me that knew that I was none of these things. Yet, there was a bigger part of me that believed all of these things. So that part of me that knew that I wasn't any of these things, I had to cling on to that. And I had to push that part out and I had to nurture that part and I had to just stick to myself, my morals. Um, I never ever tried to do anything that would hurt anybody and if I have ever done anything in the past that has hurt somebody, it's only because at that time in my life I was hurting and I had no idea. So if you're hurting Love yourself first. If you think you are this, if you believe that you're this, but there's a part of you that believes that there's not because you know for a fact that you don't do these things, you don't break things, you, you don't, you know, nurture that part of you. Let that part speak. Believe that part. If no one else around you believes that part, don't have those people around you. Their thoughts, the way that they see you, those are their own thoughts. They're not with you all the time. They're not in your head. Even your parents. Your parents are not with you 24-7. They're not going to be with you the day that you die. Um, you have to learn how to love yourself first. Nurture that part of you. Don't be those things that people think. If you are those things, change those things. If you don't like things about you, change them. But you have to take care of yourself first. You have to learn to love yourself first. Um, love does not equal sex, I found out. Sex is a very emotional thing and people people don't understand that. It, it involves a lot of emotions. Um, for somebody to rape somebody it means that they have yet to learn how to control this animalistic behavior because we are humans, we are mammals, we are animals. And a lot of us, like I said before, we have these animalistic behaviors inside of us and it's not that we can get rid of them completely, but it's that we learn how to tame them and control them. Um, forgiveness. You can't move on in life without forgiving. 
forgiving the other person for what they did wrong, forgiving yourself for what you did wrong, it starts there. It's hard. It's hard to forgive somebody, but forgiveness is not for them. It's for you because that's you letting out hate. You're getting rid of the hate that you have. You can't hold on to it. You will live in misery. You get rid of this hate that you have for other people. You get rid of that. You know, you try to understand why that person did what they did and you forgive them for their actions and you move on with your life. Forgiveness is not for them. You don't have to tell them that you forgive them. You know, you don't ever have to talk to that person again, but you have to let go of it. It's not a part of you in the present. It was a part of your past. To me, I feel like I have lived so many lives in this one life because I let go of those things. I try not to hold on to the past. I try not to bring that into my present because I'm no longer there. I'm no longer in, 2000, in the year 2000. I'm in the year 2020, you guys, and it's fucking crazy over here. It's got its own freaking issues. The year 2020 has its own fucking problems. It doesn't need my problems from the year 2000, all right? I've lived through those things. I've survived those things. I am not a victim to those things, all right? You leave those problems in the past. You deal with them. Drop them. Those issues, those feelings, those people, all right? You bring yourself here to 2020 into the present. And you learn how to forgive. It doesn't mean you forget because it's hard to forget, you know? Um, but you learn how to forgive. You learn how to love, communicate, honesty, always um yeah don't don't think of yourself as a victim to those things think of yourself as a survivor because you are strong how do i know you're strong i've never met you but i know you're strong why because you're sitting here in this chat and you have asked me a question and that proves to me that you are strong because you are sitting here and you're strong enough to ask a question. A lot of people are afraid to ask questions because they're afraid of rejection, they're afraid to hear no, they're afraid to be ignored. Um, you can't be afraid. So I know you're strong, you're not a victim, you're a survivor. So move on with that mentality and the rest will fall into place. You work on yourself first, you love yourself first, open and honest with your communication to yourself first, working on yourself, actively working on yourself, and remembering that as long as you're actively working on yourself and trying to better things and you're honest and communicating honestly that the things will fall into place, the right people will meet you, the things that are meant to you will come to you. You can't doubt that. And you can't sit here and think that you're a terrible person because you have made mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. It's what you do after that that, sh that shows who you are.
Um, if that makes any sense, Nikki. I like this description more interesting, learning all the new life, new skills with style. Um, that is interesting. What's that mean? What does what mean, red jacket? Um, this is the realest dream. Bravo for being so open and brave to share this. Yes, of course. Of course. Um, I just I really want people to come in here and interact and understand that, you know, these things, these things that I'm talking about that are on my mind, like obviously other people are going through them. They're curious about them. People want to know about them. Um, people are going through these experiences. If they aren't, then they want to share their own experiences and how they have dealt with these things. I want that to happen so I can read it out loud and I want to be able to normalize um, just being human, you guys. The whole human experience. It's not just happening to you, it's happening It's happening to all of us. Let's see. I give you the science, explore the enlightening with me and you're welcome, never mind suppressing anymore because there was tragedy happening. I show you how to handle it and okay, I'm. this is interesting. Um, if you have mastered your thoughts and actions, then be arterial and you can pay. Only the weak give in to and do bad things. Um, I know that this person is from Germany, so they're English, how I'm reading it is a little bit off. Um, all right, Erky. So yes, that is correct. But also the thing is, um, not people who are weak, um, people who are strong can also give into things. You have to understand it's, um, it's part of being human. You can't see like giving into something as like you are completely weak. Um, it, it's a slip up, it's a mistake, it, not even a mistake, it's a learning experience. Like I keep saying, if you find yourself giving into something and giving into your weakness, it's not that you're ultimately weak and you should just give up and you can never be strong. Um, you're actively working on yourself. That's fine. You are allowed to slip up and give into a weakness. As long as you don't make a habit of it, as long as you know that you're actively working, as long as you learn from that, learn from that slip up, you know, and just keep actively, it's okay. It's okay. It does not mean that you are ultimately the weakest person. Stop repeating what I said. Stop copying my words. I am the true enlightenment. I'm just going to go ahead and ban you because um, this is my show and I'm just reading what you're saying out loud. I'm not copying you. And I'm just reading it because I 
thought that maybe you had something to add to the show, but I guess you do not. How do you tell your new girlfriend that you like rough sex when she doesn't know that side of you and you're afraid to scare her? How do you tell your girlfriend that? Okay, just like with any kink, any fetish, anything that you might be embarrassed or scared or find a negative reaction, you're worried about a negative reaction from the person that you're telling, don't worry about that reaction, okay? Just be open and honest. It's going to be hard. It's hard to tell somebody, but just sit them down and just ask them. All you have to do is just open your mouth and say, babe, um, I'm, I'm, I would like to try rough sex and see what she says. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. And what's the worst she can say? No. Or I'm not sure about that right now. Or, you know. But as a couple, you need to be honest and you need to have that communication. And you cannot be afraid or scared of how they're going to react. Just get it out. You know. No is not like the... It's not a terrible answer, okay? No is not... It doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Communicate. Try to come to some kind of like um, agreement. In all honesty, the fact that you are open and honest with her and are able to like come out and just ask her and say something is means a lot and it shows a lot. And if she sees that, she'll be like, sure. There's no reason for somebody to be like, you know, especially if you're in a comfortable relationship and, and things have been working, there's no reason for them to be like, oh my God, like, no, I'm dumping you now. Like, this is the end of the relationship. You're, no. If they are like that, they have their own issues, okay? They obviously have their own issues that they're dealing with. That's okay. That's okay. There are other people who like rough sex. That's okay. But most likely she'll be into experimenting with different things with you but it all starts with being open and honest because now it's like it the more open and honest you are about these like weird things um it makes you feel closer to that person like when somebody's able to tell me something like that like like oh my gosh like i had this i had a boyfriend who was into pegging and it was very hard for him to tell me. In fact, he couldn't tell me. I was the one who found out his secret. And I, I, I was like, babe, are you into this? And he was like, actually, yeah, I am. And the fact that, you know, I approached him and I, was, I wasn't angry about it. And the fact that he could openly and honestly admit to me that yes, instead of like denying it and being like, no, oh my God, that's weird. You, how did you find that? That isn't mine. You know, the fact that he could be open and honest with me, it, it made me feel closer to him. And that closer, that closeness adds to that sexual experience, at least for me as a woman, it adds to the sexual experience. It makes me feel closer to that person because sex isn't just the physical part. A lot of it, yeah, it's physical, but sex is also very emotional. Um, there is a huge emotional part of it. And the closer you feel to somebody, the better the sex is going to feel. It's not, that's, you know, that's something, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I know I, I, 
I don't want to call it a fact because I know, but I do. I, I'm going to say that's a fact, okay? The closer you feel with somebody, the more comfortable you are with somebody, the better the sex is going to feel. Um, so just be open and honest and let her know. What's just happening in the chat? Um, she doesn't have much experience and she thinks that I'm only the sweet guy. I kept this side of me like a secret. Okay. So you have to understand that rough sex is does not make you a bad guy, okay? You can still be a sweet guy. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I know for those of you who aren't aware or don't know anything about like the dom, sub, that kind of sex culture thing, doms are very sensitive and very sweet, okay? They, they're not trying to really hurt somebody. They love this person, this, their sub, they love them, okay? There's like safe words, you know, they don't, they don't ever want to take it too far. They never want to hurt anybody. And if she's new to all of this, you know, just ease her into this lifestyle and just let her know, like, I will never hurt you. If you don't ever want, don't ever hurt her. Don't ever hurt somebody, okay? Don't ever hurt anybody. Everything needs to be consensual. Everything needs to, you know, you need to talk about everything openly and honestly and be on the same page, all right? Be on the same page when it comes to sex. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> if you're not, it's it gets a little, it's weird, all right? So talk, open, honest, be on the same page. That's all you can do and just, you know, just let her know, especially if she's new to it and it seems scary because, yeah, it can seem scary. It seems like it could be really violent. Just let her know that you're not trying to hurt her. That's all you can do. Um, open and honest communication. Yes, always. Not two weeks into the relationship. You know what? Depending on how your relationship is working, and how open and honest you are and comfortable you are with yourself and they are with themselves, it, time is, is non-existent, all right? It's just a way for us to keep track of our schedules here on Earth and so that everyone can, you know, know what's going on. But, yeah, if, if things are working and going, it could take two weeks it could take two months it could take two years it depends on how your relationship is flowing don't base your relationship off of someone else's please all right your relationship is completely unique and different from another person's relationship oh you try to what what is going on here sue her Cops don't care that girlfriend stole my cats. All right. Um, whoa, I don't know where you live, but that is crazy. Maybe contact animal, like an animal service. Oh, shit. She makes me love in the dark and doesn't like eye contact. She's really naive and obsessed with Disney princesses. I had no problem telling my past girlfriends, but this one I really feel that I could traumatize her if she knew. You know what? 
the fact that she doesn't like to have sex in the dark and that she doesn't like to make eye contact tells me a lot. It tells me that there's something, um, there's something maybe about her past that she hasn't revealed to you. So if you really care about her and, um, just take things a little bit slow, if you find that ultimately you guys aren't seeing eye to eye and you don't think it's going to work out, it's okay to go your separate ways, but don't go your separate ways until you at least try to have some kind of open, honest communication. That's how I feel about that, in my opinion. Um, yeah, don't spit in anyone's face without warning. Yeah, you guys, don't spit into anyone's face without warning. I know there's people who like it, but you know... Make sure that they like it. Make sure they like these things or at least are interested in trying them with you. Okay? Don't just do it. That's fucking rude. All right? Damn, I didn't think of that. Um, she didn't see it. Maybe ask again. Yes, Delta, if you asked a question, go ahead and ask it again because... All I saw was that she took your cats. My girlfriend of five years packed her shit and left me a week ago. Is that, yeah, Delta, go ahead and ask your question again because all I saw was that part. I'm not trying to ignore you. Um, the chat is going a lot faster than it normally does. And I want to thank you guys because, honestly, this is the best chat that I've had on this show. So thank you for all of these questions. I remember reading that you should ship or register your pets to yourself so no one can take them when they run away or whatnot. Um, Delta, there are, like, depending on where you are, I'm not sure what country or state you're in. But there are different rules, and it sucks regarding pets. I wish they were more similar to how it works with a child, but unfortunately, people don't see animals as equal to humans. So, if you want to go ahead and just repeat your question, I'm sorry, I can't find it anywhere in the chat. I feel like Delta is a troll. Okay, well, that's fine. If your girlfriend left you after five years and she took your cats and all of that, um... I had that feeling too, but I don't know. If she took your cats and she left you after five years, what happened in your relationship? Where did you guys have miscommunication? Obviously, it sounds like there was some kind of miscommunication here. There were some kind of issues whether it be what she has going on and what she's dealing with or what you're dealing with. But it sounds like someone is not, is not loving themselves first. It sounds like somebody is not working on themselves here, one or the other. So 
it's best right now. I know you're angry. You're upset. She took your cats and everything like that. Just take a deep breath. Figure out all the things that you can legally do in this situation. And also just try and kind of think back at the whole relationship and what happened. And it could be a good thing that you guys aren't together anymore because if your relationship for five years was nothing but arguing and always not seeing eye to eye and miscommunicating, it's probably for the best. No, the perfect to a relationship. Yes, exactly. Um, But with all this being said, I want to thank you guys so much. I'm going to continue the next episode also about relationships and communication and talk a little bit more about this because obviously a lot of people have so many questions and I was missing some of them apparently. The chat was going way too fast, but next week we're talking about the same thing again. And then I think that's going to be the last week of relationships and communication because I want to talk about something else. But I know you guys have so many questions and you guys want to talk about this stuff. So next episode is going to be more answering you guys and less of me talking, um, talking about my issues because I feel like I've said everything that I need to say about communicating with other people, about communicating with relationships. So from... So I'm going to be answering these questions because I feel like, you know, that's important. People need to need to know what's going on and I want to hear what's going on and I want to help you guys and help just share a little bit and give some advice. Next week, more relationships and communication. I'm going to stop this episode. It has been almost an hour and 30 minutes, the longest podcast I have done. So thank you guys, thank you guys. Obviously, this is a big subject, so I don't want to miss anyone. We'll, we'll be back next Sunday, 12.30 p.m. my time. I am in Los Angeles, California. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you guys so much for chatting. If you guys are listening at home, you can always catch us live here on twitch.tv forward slash Martian every Sunday. Check the schedule. It's usually around 12, 12.30 my time. Um, but yeah, we'll be back here next week. I will be back here in about 30 minutes or so for the AMA. The AMAs are a little bit different than the podcast. You guys can ask me questions about anything in the AMA. It's literally ask me anything. AMA. Ask me anything. You could literally ask me anything. I have piped myself in the face. I have done my makeup to transform myself into a man. I even ask and answer all of these questions here. A lot of last AMA, a lot of people were asking me about other relationship things, about being insecure about different parts of their bodies, about so you can literally ask me anything. Ask me anything in these AMAs. I will be back in 30 minutes again, live here on Twitch. Thank you guys so much for today, for this episode nine. Thank you, thank you.